0: These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well, you don't like my dirty rap shooting. Go to hell the short
1: dogs on the mic telling cocktails. All right, week one is finally here. This is the Never In Glory podcast, uh, college football podcast. Nick Schill here with the usual cast of characters got Sean Z, Farkey, and Memphis Matt here. Uh, we are excited to get into some real football. Uh, it was nice to see Hawaii throw over Colorado State, but it's nice to get some real games uh, this week, guys. I want to thank all of you for listening to our season preview pod. Um, <laughs> that was completely my fault um, with the sound quality because um, I'm a failure, not a winner like Sean Z. Yeah, so, yeah, that's um, right. 27 back- and 114. <laughs> Gosh. We're going back to our old school roots here, and uh, just doing a normal Skype call like we have in years past. So hopefully, this is a better quality for all you here. Let's, um,
0: guys, hey, uh, don't don't disregard the fact that you're about nineteen vakatonic's deep as our I, host tonight.
1: I lost I five. I had five. So we're, you I'll do you, show. Sure. You I'm know what, bat-
2: show? You were better off telling the audience that you had nineteen and not five because you
0: sound like shit considering you had five. <laughs> They were doubles. Oh, my God. No, the double that you got was the action in the parking lot from Frank and Phil. All
1: right, guys. We've done this in years past. We've always had some kind of bet between the four of us. Before we get into these week one games, what's the bet going to be this year? Sean Z, any thoughts?
0: What was it last year? I know, Fark, you went back and listened and you checked the tapes. What was it last year?
3: You were right. Nothing. I've decided. I listened to all 10 pod postings. That's unbelievable. My- uh, not,
0: I got jobbed because I know Moner got a steak dinner or some shit I had to send. Him. I don't
3: think he at Moner never got anything, did
0: he? I sent him money. I PayPal'd that
2: prick. That probably went right to the craps table. Yeah,
1: Whoa,
2: but, and,
3: but
1: and, and the, the, dinner, the dinner we were all going to do together. and then, Yeah, and, and
0: then it. you were with him and when he went to Vegas the first time with another crew.
3: And on the pod, Schill came back from Vegas and said "Moner did not want it in Vegas. He wanted us all to get together to do it. I
2: would have hit up up one of the fine dining establishments in Vegas and said,
3: screw all you guys. We know you would. need to hit up that STK.
0: Bricks. So, all right, what are we doing this year? Or do we want to open it up um, for the listeners to give us some suggestions? We're not doing anything um, grotesque and vile. Uh, but we are up for suggestions, at least. So let's leave it at that. Um, I got a funny feeling we'll have, you know, three or four listers. Maybe a Slovakian or what is it? The Czech Republic might get a couple suggestions from from one, you know one or two of those clowns listening overseas. Um, you know that that likes to roll the dice and gamble and listen to winners. Yep. All right, show. Guess- let's get into it.
1: let's get into this. Uh, for you guys new to the pod, we go through and we, uh, pick a lot of the marquee games. So we never suggest that you guys bet 15, 16 games, whatever we're about to go through tonight, but, uh, we will go through our pod bets at the end of the night. Ones that we kind of agree on, or ones that we might bet based on line movement or something that might happen before Saturday approaches, um, for you, that weren't following along last year. We went 34, 20, and 4 last year for um, 11.3 units. So we're hoping to build on that for, for this year as well. So let's get right into it. We'll get to our pod picks later. Um, first game on the docket, we have uh, Western Kentucky there at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a 35-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll lead off here since I'm the Wisconsin fan of the podcast. you
0: got a 35 um, or 34-and-a-half?
1: half i got I'm looking at the sheet, thirty-four and a half.
0: There you go. You said 35. That's those 19
2: ghost vodka tonics kicking in.
1: <laughs> well, just poured another one. So um, eh, we'll see once we get down to like North Carolina Cal, how I'm feeling. But uh, I'm a Wisconsin fan here of the uh, pod. I think they're going to run all over them. Might put up 52 points. Uh, I don't think Western Kentucky can score. I'm going to lay the thirty-four and a half. and where you at here?
3: Too many points. I'm going. I'm going. Too many against, I'm going against Farkey's faves. Starting it off fresh this year. Too many points. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in Wisconsin this year. For them to be preseason ranked number four ahead of Ohio State, it, they're they're the maybe the fourth best team in that conference. I'm just not buying it. Um, for that many points, I can need five teams better than them on top of the ones that are already ranked ahead of them. Quarterback Horner Brook, he's got turnover issues from last year. Uh, I will say I, I do love running back Jonathan Taylor. I I think he's really good. I think he'll he'll be good in the NFL as well. So um, as long as he doesn't go wild, um, I just don't see them getting getting to thirty five points. So give me uh, give me WKU.
1: I have a smash.
3: Yeah, I've got
2: whiskey here. Even though I hate Bucky the Badger, he's a loser. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor gets off to a fast start, and inevitably, I think as long as he doesn't get injured, he's going to end up in New York this year because he had 61 runs of 10 plus yards last year. Which this is going to sound ridiculous was 32 more than Saquon. I was reading about this game today. That's just crazy numbers. I think he gets about eight of those type of runs this weekend. I, I don't think
0: that. Uh, that hey, how many I, yards is he going to run for? 600. Well, I mean, I'm 200. Okay. Well, I mean, what is
2: what what answer does WKU have for uh, uh, Wisconsin's offensive line? Is is what I'm saying. This opened at 36. It got bet down to 34 and a half. I think there's value on Wisconsin. I can see this being like 48 to three. So I'm, I'm not
3: saying they're hanging around. I'm just saying it's it's too many points for me to take Wisconsin. Too many points.
0: That that's where I'm at. And my other little angle here is I. I I see Wisconsin, they, you know, every once in a while they have trouble with the MAC team early in the year. Uh, They just have this kind of typical slow start, and, you know, they finished so damn strong at the end of last year that I just kind of see a little, you know, regress back to the norm, at least to start the season. Um, There's no sense for them to be necessarily peaking right now or overuse Taylor right now in a game like this. I think they're comfortable, but I'm with Farky, too many points. (laughs)
1: Are are you stating that they struggle against Mac teams and that's comparable to Western Kentucky, or are you saying Western Kentucky's in the Mac?
0: No, I'm saying Western Kentucky's you kind of typically better than most Mac teams that they've had trouble with historically. All right. Like just they, they know, just they don't this is gonna be Western Kentucky's biggest game of the season.
1: Just wanna make sure you didn't have a Bama plays Georgia. Snap food like our season pod. Just sir, you well, hey, that pod was such a disaster.
0: Mad. I don't even know that people heard it.
1: Whatever. Next game, Aztec. San Diego State travels to Stanford. Stanford's laying 14 and a half. Memphis Matt. Yeah,
2: rematch of last year, right? When San Diego State took down Stanford, um, with the upset here. But I don't I don't I don't think that's gonna happen this year. I don't think they beat Stanford, but 14 and a half a little bit too much. I think we get a chance here to get a big poop turd sandwich from uh, David Shaw and he makes it just interesting enough to where I think the 14 and a half is good for San Diego State. I'd say like Stanford somewhere like 20 to 10, uh, 20 to 13, somewhere around there. Um, you know, when you can bet against David Shaw, my opinion, you do it. So give me San Diego State.
0: I'm going to go the other way. I think David Shaw is going to have one of those games. I just don't see it yet. I think San Diego State's got to adjust to losing you know, kind of a legacy player in Richard Penny, and um, I don't think they'll ne- they're necessarily equipped from, you know, kind of re- returning starters. And, and Stanford is primed to look sharp maybe early, as they, and they'll kind of tail late. Um, so I'm taking Stanford in this matchup.
1: I'm I'm way down on Stanford this year. I think their defense could be garbage with an over-under here of uh, 48 and a half. I just think San Diego State's going to score enough that Stanford can't cover this number. So I'm going to take the 14 and a half here. I'm taking uh, the Aztecs. Barkey?
3: Oh, Give me uh, give me Stanford. My equation here is simple. Bryce Love, I didn't give him enough credit last year. I know I know the numbers spoke for themselves, but Shil, you especially uh, really pounded him week in, week out in terms of our selections and giving him a lot of love. Um, guy's legit. So with the 14 and a half, it's simple. I think he runs wild. Give me Stanford.
1: Next game, Lane Kiffin travels to uh, Oklahoma there. Oklahoma will be starting. Uh, Kyler Murray there. Uh, Sean, Oklahoma's Lane 21. Who do you like here?
0: So I want to take FAU. Uh, I really do. I, 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 I just have a feeling. What's that?
3: You flipped, right, from
0: earlier? I, I did. I just have a feeling FAU is going to get in the red zone, and they're going to piss down their leg like three times in the first half, and it's going to be, you know, like a 21-6 Oklahoma lead at half, and then it's blowout city after that. Um, you know, kind of just more Oklahoma depth, uh, just kind of wanting to get things ironed, ironed out on their side. I, I just like Oklahoma – I think this numbers came down too from from 24th. Memory serves me right, so it, it's a 21 here for the sake of ours. Um, I like OU to cover that number.
1: I, I think Oklahoma is going to score will here. Um, really like Lincoln Riley. I just don't see how. I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma can name it here. I think they're going to easily score 60 here. So um, I just don't think FAU is going to score enough points here. I'm actually going to lay the 21 as well. I'm taking OU. Farkey.
3: I think this game is incredibly interesting. Uh, Probably my favorite game of the week to watch. Uh, I almost took TCU as a Big 12 champ, so I'm not completely sold on OU. Um, Obviously, Lane Kiffin is a play caller. His offense garners a lot of respect. Um, We all watched that Oklahoma D last year, week in and week out. Um, Was a train wreck in terms of points given up. Hasn't shown us much the last two years. I think it's going to be a shootout like they always are in. Um, interesting. Lincoln Riley has seen uh, these guys at, at East Carolina, so um, not necessarily you know with Lane Kiffin at the home, But uh, FAU doesn't have the the Conference USA talent. But you know I've heard that he's brought a lot of, of transfers in that can make a difference. As long as uh, Singletary, the tailback for Oklahoma, doesn't go off and really establish the ground game, I think. FAU can at least, you know, stick close enough to to creep within that twenty one points. Do I think they win? No, but uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it ended up maybe thirteen.
0: And Anderson's the running back for Oklahoma. You said Singletary. That's FAU. oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, I got.
3: And <coughs> the brain. Never.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm looking forward to is the continuation of the subtle jabs that Lane Kiffin gives to other coaches during during the season. Uh, what was it, Saban last year? um and other coaches and i love lane kiffin man and to Farkey's point yeah did i don't know if oklahoma picked up a defense in the last six months since we've talked about them if they have i i haven't really heard about it um i think uh lane kiffin can put up enough points here to get a cover you know maybe 48 31 something in that range but uh, at 31 48 uh that gives me enough points to cover so i'll take fau does Lane
0: Kiffin and FAU stay an extra night just so he can kind of run through some OU coeds? Question. Oh
2: my God, drinking! I mean, you, he's going to be drinking moonshine down there. Just, I mean, going minivan style on on uh, OU coeds. I just, it's, I it's, think
0: it's it's a legitimate possibility. It's simple. Lane Kiffin stays on his own. <laughs> stays on his own. Yeah, he does. The, when when USC left him at the tarmac, he just does that. Only he, it's by request. <laughs> Exactly, exactly.
3: He'll be there.
1: Oregon State Beavers uh, head to the shoe here, guys. Farkey, we'll start with you. You guys are all Buckeyes fans here. They are laying 37 to Oregon State. Farkey, who do you like here?
3: This is the the only time in the last, uh, what, 14 weeks that I didn't select Ohio State. So again, I'm I'm going with a the new theme this year. I'm not an automatic Farky's fave. So I have no confidence Ohio in Ohio State is an opening opening season game blowout team. Uh, maybe maybe they get 34. I don't know. They've got they've got some question marks with some injuries. Uh, you know, tough boiling linebackers still still sitting out. They're starting the Browning kid for him. Um, the offense I'm not even going to touch on because I think that's that's pretty solidified outside uh, Thayer Munford, the left tackle store coming back from uh, broken leg from last year. But outside of that, they're rotating in the defensive backfield, uh, both at cornerback and safety. Uh, two-man rotation alongside Fuller at safety, and then also they got a three-man rotation at cornerback. So something to keep an eye on with losing Denzel Ward again. I think the Buckeyes win. Handily here, I'm
1: just not confident in 37 to open up
2: the season. Man, if you would have told me Farkey was going to bet against Ohio State. I can't believe it. I mean, hold the presses, Jesus Christ. And then,
0: you know, oh, we're rotating guys, we're doing this. He's like a coach trying to coach up all the negativity. Those are all five stars that are getting rotated. There's a reason they're rotating. We're trying to keep them all happy so they don't transfer.
2: I mean, I cannot believe Jay is going against his Buckeyes on Farkney's Faves here. And worse,
0: worse, Oregon State. Oh, my
2: God. So so I got to be honest with you guys. There's a lot of distractions going around the Ohio State program, obviously. And we've all said that we're not going to get into that horse shit because no one gives a rat's ass other than losers and and drunkards living on the street under a bridge. Um, Look, it comes down to talent. One team has it, one team doesn't. Oregon State is one of the worst teams in major conference football. They're crap. I can see this being 48
0: to three. That's plenty of points. Give me Ohio State. Uh, that's where I am. I just, Oregon State is incapable of, of literally tying their shoes practically. And then we're going to expect them to go out and score enough points. Ohio State's getting past 37, they're getting into the high 40s because even when they take Haskins out, they bring Mark, you know, Tate Martellin, and he's going to want to try and put some numbers together. So I always like that. You know, what happens when they get blowout city? Who they bringing in? Are they going to? If they pound the ball, they've got guys that want to eat, and they got enough depth that's that's better than Oregon State. So I, I love the Buckeyes in this spot. Um, I, I I think it's you know fifty to ten, and that's being generous to get them to ten.
3: Hey, listen, I would have looked like a real asshole if I came in here not. Not defending Farkey's phase with Ohio State and not try to bring some substance substance to it. So you I had understand. to bring
0: substance, like man, the guys that are rotating are or would be Oregon State's best players.
2: <laughs> I just can't believe this, man. I cannot believe this. this and Shilf, where
0: are you at? You're on Ohio State too.
1: I'm on Ohio. I, I'm on Ohio State. We. <laughs> We are four picks in week one, and Farkey's got three underdogs. I, I, mean, I just – I use not know what's going on.
2: New year. New year. It's a new
0: man.
1: There we go. I literally – I got, a, I got out Ohio State. That. I think he's on the
0: favorites the rest of the way then.
1: <laughs> Oregon State's coaches have already got a infraction for trying to recruit Hawaii players on Hawaii. Okay. Jeez, so, so, so the fact that they are brand new, already have an infraction for going after players on Hawaii.
3: Well known.
2: We enter in unnecessary roughness about 25 years ago. He was from Hawaii. He was a nice player. From Sinbad? Uh, Texas State. Nah, it was the big uh, Samoan cat.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Sinbad was nice, though. That guy wasn't Hawaiian. He was Japanese, wasn't he? No, he was Hawaiian. Who cares? That movie sucked.
1: Speaking of Texas, uh, they are 13-point favorites at Maryland. Memphis, Matt?
2: Was They're really good defense in this game last year when they played each other? No. <laughs> First of all, Maryland's head coach is suspended because he damn—he
0: basically killed somebody. Um, he didn't kill somebody; the yeah, trainer did. Well, and, and he's going to get fired for it. But yeah, it, well, that's tough to call it on him because you know the trainer said, "Oh, the kid's all right." What's he supposed to do? He did the freaking doctor.
2: Yeah, I understand, but you know he's getting canned. And for, and second of all, the team has to deal with the fact that they lost a teammate. I mean, dude, last year Texas was garbage in the run game. Um, but I think this is a totally different situation. We were talking before the pod. A couple people on here love this game. I think this is total revenge game. Tom Herman is his second year. There's plenty of strip clubs in Maryland for him to check out, and you know he's going to have a good time there, getting some titties in his
0: grill. I've got Texas Mer- I- I've got Texas. Thirty-eight ten. I do love this. Like. Media defending Tom Herman like this dude's not a scumbag and hasn't repeatedly attacked the media, specifically the Houston media. It ain't us. When it's he was the media. Yeah, he was. This guy's a jerk. Let's not get it remotely twisted. Most of these college coaches to the media are jerks, and to most people in general, they're they're kind of scummy. So I'm not I'm not here for the the Tom Herman high and mighty. And they should have kept that that shit private because he's the one that leaked the, all this stuff in the first place. That said, this is easy, easy money, literally, Texas, in a, a slaughter.
1: I hate to agree, but I do. Um, I just think there's too many distractions with Maryland right now. Tom, uh, Like Memphis Matt said, uh, Tom Herman's trying to set a tone here in his second year. I'm going to lay it the 13. It's 13 and a half right now. Um, anything under 14 is good. I like Texas. Farky.
3: Coach Durkin is a dead man walking. We talked last week on the pod. I know a lot of people might not hear it. He now is easily the first coach. that. Well, he was minus
0: 180 last week, but I almost thought that that was unfair because he was already technically suspended, which is, you know, most of the time the guys get fired. So he was kind of an off the board. You had to pick somebody that at least coached a game and then got fired.
3: Well, and and also, it may not completely be his fault that that kid died, but there's reports out there that are publicized that the the coaches were belittling players that were, you know, laying on the field of exhaustion, things of that nature. So if you couple that with the fact someone died, there's, you know, a pattern being created here in terms of the culture from the coaches down to the team. And the other thing is – these assholes haven't even named a starting quarterback yet. So that was as of Tuesday, yesterday. Um, this is easily, I think, the easiest cover of the week. And old Coach Strong, he may not have been able to coach work this shit, but he's, he's got some players that are stacked up in that program. So uh, I'm not worried about this game one bit, Texas all day.
1: Speaking of coaches about to get fired, uh, our boy Cliff – is a two point favorite with Old Miss coming to town. Sean, who you like, uh, Old Miss at Texas Tech?
0: So Texas Tech actually has a decent defense, but and, and you know we'll just for the sake of moving through this and maybe the next couple, we got consensus across the board here. We got we have Old Miss. Uh, I think the quarterback's a good fit for them. I, his last name slipping me, but he's kind of that that run pass option um, type that, that that's going to probably give Texas Tech some fits. I, I think this is the beginning of the end for Cliff. He's going to lose this game, and things are going to start to get super hot. Um, and you know, Old Miss still has some decent talent, even though you know they've had some kids depart. But uh, yeah, I like um, I like the Rebels here. Any guys have any other
3: takes, or do we want no, to? I, I would just say Old Miss had the worst front seven in the, in the SEC last year, and so Texas Tech may score some points, but they also have probably the best receiving core in the country, arguably. So they're going to
1: score, too. It's not going to matter. Next game, Penn State heads to uh, Happy Valley here to face Penn State. Penn State's 23-and-a-half-point favorites. I am taking Penn State here. I'm going to lay the 23-and-a-half. I just think without Moorhead, I think they'll try to make a statement here, especially in a uh, packed Big Ten East. I really think – you know, with the loss of Moorhead, whatnot, I really think Penn State tries to make a statement here, try to put up some points. I'm going to lay the 23.5, take Penn State. Farky.
3: Penn State all day. Talent, period. Um, and, and don't get caught up in the hype on Penn State with all their preseason hoopla. They're the third best team in the Big Ten East. Penn State, though, in this game all day. Mem Matt. Yeah, Varky kind of
2: jumped into where I was going. Yeah, I'm not buying into the hype of Penn State as like all the media is, and the media is back behind the woodshed blowing these guys. I'm not. But the fact is that they're just more talented. I think it's 38 nothing at the end of the third quarter. McSorley doesn't even play the fourth. So, you know, you might have to hang on and hope for a cover, and that App State doesn't put up some points in the fourth. But I, I don't see this game going any other way. This is not a reproduction of uh, 8, 9, 10 years ago when they – upset uh michigan this is penn state all all day
0: yeah i'd agree with that i i do think mcsurley's going to do too much i know we've we've kind of talked that a little bit and and that'll be a theme as it gets into bigger games um i i didn't think this was enough points um so you know from my vantage point i just it certainly not being over 24 is a factor um so i just i like the nittany lines here sean are you betting it since you're going to it yeah I mean, I'll I'll bet a bunch of games. So I'm a degenerate.
1: Quote-unquote neutral game site here in Atlanta. Um, One of the bigger games of the weekend. Washington and Auburn. Auburn is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Farky, who do you like here? It's always nice to get
3: a few games like this first week of the season. This is is definitely one of the probably most anticipated matchups of the season. I like Auburn here. I like Malzone now that he's settled into the SEC a bit. Um, little fact: he's the only coach other than Meyer, Urban Meyer, to beat Saban twice in the Saban area. Had a couple of real nice wins last year, beating Alabama and Georgia. Um, I'm not going to take anything away from Washington. Pick them to win the the Pac-12. Uh, they obviously have Jake Browning, a quarterback. He's probably going to be an All-American. But uh, when it's all said and done, minus two and a half, I'll take Auburn to win by three.
2: I'm yeah. For the nine listeners worldwide that listened to our pod last week, I gave you Washington under 10 and a half wins. So I don't really have anywhere to go here, but Auburn, um, if you've looked at Jake Browning's production, which I like him as a college quarterback, his production is as declined year over year. Now, granted he's lost his, his best receiver every year. Um, and so, you know, I understand that that's going to take away from it. You know, Washington's defense is a top five defense in the country, but we're not talking about some slouch defense in Auburn. Both these teams can put up points if they need to. I just think this is this is a home game for Auburn, essentially. Um, Washington fans are pretty good fans, but they're not going to travel all the way for game one. Um, I just – I said Washington would win, you know, 10 games, not 11 and so to get to that point, I've got to have an Auburn win here. And that's what I'm playing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like, you know, those angles and everything. I just I like Chris Peterson in this spot for some reason. Uh, I, I go back to way, way back. Uh, who do you take Boise State to like RFK? I think he beat a, a pretty good Virginia Tech team um, to start one season. And then, you know, the following year he's beaten somebody else. Um, you know, kind of a big name.
3: Coming off a bad bowl loss.
0: Yeah, hey, I'll, 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 ta- I'll take. will I'll i Browning and, and Gaskins here, and I I, 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 don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm taking Washington.
2: I'll tell you maybe, what. Maybe the points matter. Side note: About eight years ago, no one in the country made more money on Chris Peterson than Farkey, Period. That's fact.
1: <laughs> that that is, is a fact. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of flip-flopping between this. I I think Auburn's front seven is probably second best in the country, obviously behind Clemson. I'm not a big Browning fan, as, um, you know, Farkey and Memphis – or as Memphis Matta kind of touched on. I'm really down on him after a pretty good freshman year. I'm going to – yeah, I'm taking Auburn here. even. You see how confident I am in it. So um, Sean's on an island there taking Washington.
0: Um, Well, I'm protecting Uh, the consensus pick, actually.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. Um, Speaking of protecting a consensus pick, next game, hold is traveling to Charlotte, Bank of America Stadium. Facing Tennessee, West Virginia is laying 10. Memphis Matt.
2: Look, we dogged. We ratted and dogged Tennessee's program all last year. Sparky specifically called them quitters. They're losers. It's going to take way more than one year for Jeremy Pruitt to turn this squad around. I mean, period in the story. I think Will Greer is going to have a big year.
0: And um, I mean, obviously, that's you, going out on an island. He's a well, I, Trophy top five contender.
2: Yeah, but you know what, you know what, fucking, what, sorry, West Virginia is kind of touting that a little bit too. I mean, dude, those are all inflated numbers with West Virginia. I just think he's a decent, I mean, a, a better quarterback than what, you know, I mean, Texas Tech quarterbacks in the past have thrown up ridiculous numbers too. I think Will Greer's pretty good. So give me, uh, give me the Hulk, man. How are you going to go against the Hulk in game one? Well, he, uh, here's
0: my thing. Tennessee doesn't have any, they lost their best offensive player in John Kelly. Um I don't know that they have enough offensive talent to be able to to get to 17 and I think West Virginia is going to get to you know 27 plus. So I, I, I 10 is just not enough. I think that it's a fair number but I just I like the Hulk and Bank of America is such a shitty bank. What, what a what, the fact that, that Charlotte allows them to take that when they could be like the Hornets Nest or some cool name. Like what a what how why would you allow Bank of America? That's just ridiculous.
3: No one blows Bank of America more than Boston. Those they, those have banks, ATMs set up all over that city. It sucks. Oh, get off only, the nuts. Only bank in that city. Bank sucks. Boston sucks.
1: I'm going by myself here. I'm taking Tennessee. Um,
3: cool.
1: Uh, w- Wilger is great. Uh, West Virginia might score. At will. Here's my thing. West Virginia's D is so bad oh, that God. I just don't know if they can score enough to cover 10 when Tennessee, even though they stink, is going to score enough, I think, to stay within the number here. I just ha- I have zero faith in West Virginia's uh, defense. They could easily start 6-1, 7-1, but uh, that's a very flawed team um, there. So, Farky, you like the Hog?
3: I like the hold, man. I wish we had a consensus here, but I can respect it. I can't.
0: I can't either. Coward. Gutless. Dude, you railed
2: on Butchie last year, all year, and now all of a sudden you're blowing Tennessee? You can't. Yeah, he it's likes the era. talent it's
0: left over. Era. Please, get out of here. They're quitting. are the worst.
1: Revenge game. from... <laughs> Revenge game from last year. North Carolina heads to Cal. Um, they were upset last year as, I believe, 13-point favorites. They're heading to Cal. Cal are seven-point favorites. Sparky, who do you like here?
3: Easily the shit sandwich game of the week on this slate. These Both of these teams suck. And I'll let Sean talk about North Carolina's coaching situation. But uh, just a few notes here. I'm really disappointed that old Chaz didn't win the starting QB job because I'm sure Nader would have had a good take on that old Memphis Matt. Um, he was a big Chaz fan last year, quarterback for the Tar Heels, but uh, he big doesn't appear to be week. Um, you know what, though? UNC fans, they're, they're getting excited about the fact they've got seven defensive starters returning that gave up 31 points a game and 436 yards. So they got that going for them. Cow all day.
1: Memphis Matt.
2: I alluded to this before the pod. Most most listeners don't know this. But there aren't many logos I despise more than the Jumpman logo. It sucks. I don't know much about these two teams. All I know is UNC's got all kinds of issues going on. They're losers. They're selling shoes.
0: Bl- screw them. Give me Cal. Yeah, I mean, cool. You can do a split. So can a gymnast. You don't see me putting Mary Lou Retton on a helmet. Just, just blow me, North Carolina. Cal all day. The other thing is, is Larry Fedora. First of all, the hat sucks. The last name sucks. His take on football sucks. And what is it? Football and wars and everything else? Shut up, Larry. Learn to coach. Stop being a jerk. He's getting canned. He'll be canned after he's 3-8. and eight.
1: I can actually do the split, so I guess I got to take North Carolina here. Uh, revenge spot. Oh, I,
0: it's I, easy to do a split when you're skiing and back behind the parking lot with Phil and Frank.
1: <laughs> next game cincinnati heads to uh ucla chip kelly's first game he's laying 16 and a half. i just i i think chip needs a year um i think it's too many points too big of a number to lay i'm taking cincinnati here parky
3: i'm gonna go with with chippy i'm gonna go with the old chip i have no confidence in the bearcats um I'm just, I guess it's more just liking the fact that Chip Kelly's back in college football, seeing what type of wrinkle he puts into that offense. I uh, know they're not his guys. Uh, we hammered that team last year. They were decimated by injuries. So, what the hell? Give me UCLA. I am Matt. Yeah, Cincinnati's offense
2: is garbage. Uh, they were last in the American Athletic Conference last year, which that's pretty pathetic, and 101st nationally in total offense ranking. That's shit, too. I think um, might take Chip Kelly a couple series to get this team rolling, and they do have a look ahead game next week against uh, Oklahoma. I mean, I understand when you're not ranked, it's not much of a look ahead game, but they are playing Oklahoma next week, which they probably in their minds think that you know they've got a shot there. So that's a little bit of concern. But to be honest with you, I think Chip Kelly gets them rolling here in this game, and they just overpower Cincinnati.
0: I. If you want to throw some shekels down on on a money line, if you can get it, I, I think Cincinnati's a live dog here. I, I Chip Kelly does not have the personnel to run his system yet. He, They're about to be is, He he's a year away. He needs it big time. And they can look ahead to Oklahoma. They're getting slaughtered next week. Though to Oklahoma, they ought to be just be happy to try and get enough points to cover this week. Um, I'm taking Cincy. I'm with Shell on this. I. I, the points are a little much. I feel like it should be 11.5 or 10.5, to be honest with you.
3: That wasn't very nice of you.
1: We'll plug this now just because we're about to head into um, Sean Z territory here. Make sure to follow us at NGPodCFB. Pod CFB. If you have been throughout the year, Sean has been going on and on about the Michigan over. I believe if he wants to get it, Here's the, here's the one he's got to get. Michigan heads to South Bend. They're one-point favorites. Sean, I'll let you have the floor. That's
0: what you believe. I. It's eight and a half as their number. They can lose this game and still get over that. Uh, that said, I'm picking Michigan. I like them in this spot. I, I, I Like I said last year, get ready for after about week three, all these silly-ass headlines of Michigan in their back and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be obnoxious. They've got levels across their defense where they're experienced, and they got studs. They got a solid line. They've got Peoples Jones. They lost Eric Black about a little over a week ago. That's a big loss. Now it doesn't look like he's out for the season because he's at least out for for at least a month, month plus. So that that's a problem for them because he is a playmaker. He would help in this game, but I I just I like Michigan in this spot. I, I think this is a game where Har Harbaugh has literally been gearing up for since the end of last year. And uh, I'll say this, if he doesn't win this game, that seat gets mighty hot. And regardless, I think it's still set up for a rebound season. So I'm taking the Wolverines, though.
1: If I had to bet this game, um, it would probably be the under 47. Um, Wimbush sucks. I'm not sold on Shea Patterson. Very um, turnover prone there, so I might stay off the under just because turnovers, short field, that might change it a little bit. Um, I'm just going to take the line value here, guys. Uh, Notre Dame opened minus three, uh, game of the years, and now Michigan's a favorite. I, I, I know going over the, uh, going over zero isn't that big of a deal. I If I'm going to bet this is going to be the under, uh, for the sake of the pot, I'm taking Notre Dame. Farky.
3: Sean hit most of the highlights, so I'll just say I, I love Michigan in this spot here. Uh, they're the second-best team in the Big Ten. I have two hot takes I'm going to give regarding this game um well, i'm sorry not this game but uh regarding these two teams i'm gonna say first time since 2006 we're gonna have a 12-0 12-0 game ohio state michigan and i'm gonna say that i'm telling by, by mid-season it's gonna be on the hot hot seat
1: members matt
2: i'll tell you what shell i agree with you i'm not sold on Shea patterson and that's it's pretty telling because has anyone in the country improved more at quarterback than Michigan with Shea Patterson? And that's <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's the honest truth with Michigan. Their Heaters quarterback play, their, their, their quarterback play is literally a dog scraping his asshole on a concrete. It's terrible, and that's and now how he's like do. just taking a normal dump. I mean, it's that's how bad their quarterback play is. That's how much improved they are, and Shea Patterson's not even a proven. A proven winner. I I I'm
0: appalled, but I'll tell you what I, I he's I'm no start- Sean Z in picking. I'll say that he's not a proven winner yet.
2: But I'll tell you what I I have kind of bought into Sean Z mostly because he's just bludgeoning me to death with Michigan over. <laughs> so give me Michigan, and God damn it, I hate rooting for them. But give me Michigan.
1: Next game, um, I'll lead off here because my Akron Zips head to Nebraska. Um, Nebraska's laying 23 and a half. I really hate these teams are playing each other because I'm gonna fade them all year. Um, a lot of people think Akron made it to the Mac championship game. Their season over under, I like the under at four and a half. They were probably the fifth or sixth best team in the Mac last year. They got a couple breaks, especially against OU. Even though they're very young, I and have a lot coming back. I have zero faith in Akron. Um I'm going to take Nebraska to make a statement here, uh, first game. So I'm going to lay the 23 and a half here. I'm going to take Nebraska. Farkey?
0: Can't hear you, Farkey, but I'll go ahead and take over for you. Uh, I don't have anything else to say other than what Shill said. I'm going to pivot to Memphis, Matt. He was the one that's defending and only one taking Akron. Can you explain why you're taking Akron now hearing from the, the illustrious Akron alum in Nick in Akron? Uh, and his definition of of the Akron Zips, uh, and, you know, Memphis Matt, what do you have to say for yourself?
2: I mean, the first thing I'll start off with it's it's appalling that the best school that Nick in Akron could get in is Akron because that school's crap. And I used to have Akron if you guys remember, <laughs> I had Akron actually on a certain um, a certain uh, team at the beginning of the year that's not really appropriate. So we we've, we've kind of cut that out. Uh, look, Akron won seven games last year. I know that's not great, whatever. Uh, but my question to you guys would be is Aside from Scott Frost, what is it in the offseason that Nebraska did that like that you think they should be a twenty four point favorite over anybody? Fired Mike
0: Riley. Uh, I immediately I, mean, <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. Like we it's, he's the Wilson Speeds of, of or whatever that loser's name was. He's that for Nebraska. Like we're, Listen,
2: we're dealing with a team that won four games last year. They're dog shit. They Their defense is atrocious, and I don't think Akron's that great, but I think Akron can keep it within 23-and-a-half. This is my hot take of the week, baby. Give me Akron. I think Akron keeps this within 14. Oh, my
0: God.
2: Wow. Oh, my God. Hey, if,
0: you, hey, if you've got a book. You know what I can't wait for? I'm going to be baking in some silly-ass heat in State College. I'm going to get a text, and it's just going to say "On our, with our little group, my God, Akron sucks.
2: Hey, I'll tell you what. If your bookie offers you a prop bet of Akron minus ten, you take down yourself. Put a little extra sauce on it for the old uh, old Memphis Matt here. Let him take you to Pleasure Town because he's winning you money this weekend.
0: Uh, yeah. Well,
3: I was muted. Give me Nebraska all day here. Nebraska recruits don't don't go to Akron. And Akron Akron players don't get recruited by Nebraska. So the other,
0: the other angle I like is Frost's first game. He's an alum. Um, yeah, the atmosphere there's gonna actually be pretty pretty uh peaked. I just I don't see how Akron keeps this within thirty. Here's the other thing too. And I we we need
2: to recap this. The other reason I'm going against this is nothing's worse than corn casserole. We've got a we've got a pod contributor on here that loves corn casserole. Corn's crap and so is casserole.
3: Nick Schilling sucks. Oh. You're killing our you're killing our consensus picks here too. This is just a shit. This is a shit show pick by you. I'm telling you guys.
1: Okay, Memphis Matt, does Nebraska score 30, 34 points? No. Wow. Okay, next game. Well, Akron gave up fifty. FAU. We don't, we don't uh, have
0: to talk about this game much, unless you know. Farkey, go ahead and give your angle, and then I only want to give one little angle on the over.
3: No, I gave my angle. It's it's strictly players again. Mac, the players at Akron weren't recruited by now. no, no,
0: no. I'm talking. I'm talking Bama, Louisville.
3: Oh, okay, Bama, Louisville. Yeah, Bama, Bama, absolutely. Uh, what else is there to really preface this game with with Saban other than they have every meaningful playmaker back on offense. The front seven will be the best in the country again, maybe other than Clemson. Same thing we say every year. Um, Tega, what Tega Ova Loa. The quarterback. Tua. Let's just call him Tua. Tua. He's the most talented quarterback Saban's ever had over there. It's going to be a shit show.
0: What I will say is this opened over-under at 53. It's at 62.5 now. That number that opened at 53, Florida State has a similar one where I know theirs just went up like seven or eight points on the over-under. Those those over-unders were set stupidly, and they're going to get burned for it. This has... Probably I, I mean Louisville might get to like ten points. Bama's gonna get to fifty. Um this has just an absolute bludgeoning written all over it.
2: Hey, what are the chances that Nick Saban serves up some Papa Johns to his players after this game?
0: Zero. Yeah, I don't I don't think that uh you know, Bama being the football factor they are, they're gonna feed him that
3: slop. You know you know how if the Browns win their, their first game this season, Bud Light has all those Bud Light refrigerators that are going to unlock for all the fans in Cleveland. Well, in Bama, over there, uh, back home, they're going to have the same thing, but they're going to have... Uh, toothbrushes. No. cartons of Winston's. Oh, okay. I'll
0: tell I you. I thought they'd be like toothbrushes and toothpaste.
3: It's going to be a mayonnaise
2: sandwich kind of day, man. Life beaters. Bama rolls in this game.
1: Sean, I'm with you. I'm... I think Bobby Bobby Petrino is a decent offensive mind. So I think he finds a little bit, you know, a decent amount to score. What I really like is Louisville's defense stinks. I was I, I'm probably going to be on the Bama total team over. So I'm kind of with you where I think Bama scores at will. So maybe pod pick will um the, the thing that consider the, the Bama the
0: concerns me about Louisville is Lamar did so much for them that you so, it's tough to differentiate between what he did and the extra points that he gave him being kind of a, a you know transcendent talent in college versus what Petrino and their team and their roster is gonna be able to conjure up against Bama. That's why I'm just not sure. That that over, I think where it was set originally had that thought process, and now it's like, well, Bama's going to score, and Louisville's going to find a way to score. Are we sure that ladder is going to actually come true? And you know, where it is at sixty-two and a half, Bama's got to get a shitload of points if, if unless you're assuming Louisville gets to twenty, and I don't think that's easy to assume whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean that's why I was leading the Bama over uh, team total over. Um, things I've read: Louisville's offense or offensive line has improved. They were so bad last year, so I really think that was part of their issues. As Lamar, everybody's
0: just improved in the offseason. When when you start going against live bullets, though, that's when the shit matters.
1: Hey, I'm on Bama team total over. You can just cash that. So uh, next game Sunday night, Miami Hurricanes are minus three uh, versus LSU. Um, this is a Jerry World there in Arlington, Memphis, Matt. Who you like?
2: I'll tell you what, interesting side note right now while we're doing this pod. My dog is just going to town on his junk right now. It is appalling. I mean, wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, look, I got LSU in this game. Um, you know, Miami's going to bring that <laughs> crappy turnover chain. We saw it all year last year. I don't give a shit. It's still one of the most overrated teams in the country. Don't care. Eddie O's fighting for his job. He gets one signature win that might get him through the end, to the end of the season before he gets shit-canned. I've got LSU in this. Give me LSU
0: 26-23. So here's the thing. I it's going to sound crazy. I just I'm taking the points here in LSU. I I could easily see LSU finding a way to, to piss down their leg and lose this, you know, on some stupid penalty and then a field goal by Miami. I think this has the potential to be a, a absolutely hideous football game to watch. Um it looks kind of good on paper names and in Jerry World and everything. I think it's got a crap game written all over it, um, unless Joe Burrows is, is really kind of shines out in the first game. I'll take LSU in the points here, though.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely going to be a crappy game here. Um, I'm I'm so down on LSU this year. Um, season pod, I took their team total or under there. I'm just going to lean with another year of Mark Rick here. Yeah, God, no one hated Miami more than me this year. But man, I hate LSU so much this year. I'm going way of the three. Give me Miami, Farky. Well,
0: you want to you want to get really depressed? Look at Miami's schedule. That team can't, like, it's impossible for them to go worse than ten and two.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can pretty much see uh, Clemson Miami ACC championship game. Correct.
0: Or Florida State Miami.
1: Oh, Here we go. Honk. God. Farkey. Yeah, I
3: hate to say it because I know we love crucifying Eddie O and we have him on the hot seat, which is is well-deserved because, you know, anything less than a national championship contender each year over there is, is going to put you on the hot seat. But I actually love LSU in this game. Uh, man, we, we had to listen to the Miami bullshit for probably two-thirds of the season last year and then these idiots have him in the top ten again this year. No way. I mean, the wins that they'll accumulate over the course of their schedule will probably keep them hanging around there. But we saw what happened when they ran into into real teams last year. Um, I think, as Memphis Matt said, this is a, a signature win that Eddie O needs to uh, kind of maybe stand up off the hot seat to start the season off early. Uh, give me LSU here. And I'll take the money line if, it, if it's out there.
1: You guys are welcome for me blocking a consensus there. You guys are all wrong. Sean, your Knowles are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Will a. Will a. versus Virginia Tech. Sean, who you like here?
0: I got a five-and-a-half ticket uh, sitting here from South Point. Uh, already bet from a month ago. The line's moving up. This is another one that the overs moved up like crazy. Florida State's smallish uh, at linebacker. They do have issues there. Virginia, Virginia Tech's not going to be able to exploit that, even remotely, this is the Knolls. They're coming out in the all-black Monday night. They're going to be hyped for well They're going to be uh, knocking them back and rolling them up afterwards and partying with the uh, Florida Atlantic University girls. Um, they got some big recruits in, a couple five-stars. They're going to be doing this upright. It's going to be primed and ready. They'll have the Goodyear blimp there. I might even hitch a ride down there and, and kind of you know do a little – Overlook over uh, Doe Campbell. This is a 100% Florida State.
1: I'm with you. First game there with Willie. Um, I'm just really down on Virginia Tech this year. I believe, Sean, you were on there under as well. Um, I'm taking Florida State, and what a turn of events. We have two flip-flops during this. Farkey... Oh,
0: I can talk to me. Here's the thing about Virginia Tech. Fluentis actually came out last week and was like Berating the scheduler about this is a brutal matchup for them they're just you know it's tough with all their he already was talking himself into defeat for this match i'll see if i can get those quotes and post them on to uh the twitter handle but when you read those quotes that read we don't have enough and we're in a deep deep trouble when we go up against will a and the boys
1: Sparky with the flip-flop, what do you got to say for yourself?
3: Mine was a straight psych-out move. I I was FSU all the way here. I wasn't going to block a consensus on this. Man, Virginia Tech, we have to hear about that shit show defense every year. Give me a break. I don't care. Take the under for the season total wins on Virginia Tech. We talked about it last week. There's no way this team blows, and they are not hanging around within 10 points of this Florida State team. The Willie – Willie Blunt train has parked itself in Tallahassee. All the cars have been unhitched. He's recruited the hell out of that state. It's go time for Willie. And this game is the
0: monster game. game. Jock has Patrick monster game. And watch, watch for uh, uh, a true, or well, not, not a true freshman anymore, but uh, Laybourne, the uh, number four for Ohio State, the, the other running back. His first name is now slipping my mind, which is atrocious on my part.
2: That's Matt. I've got two questions. My first one is the first time Virginia Tech blocks a punt or a field goal and returns it for a touchdown, <laughs> how many times are we going to have to see the stat about how many special team scores they've had in the last 15 years? Well, that'll be
0: week two. We <laughs> um, so won't have to worry about that come Monday. That'll be maybe week two when they're playing like Citadel. And my
2: second question is, do you guys think Willie likes edibles or does he only smoke that herb game?
0: Her, I think her. I think Willie's by the book, man. I, I think he's only menthols. Blunts and forties. Blunts Newport. and 40s. Loves here's, what I, here's the other thing I will say. Nader, what's in that lunch pail that they like to bring? Here, that's
2: the other reason I just split my pick. I forgot about how much I I hate that goddamn lunch pail. Uh, and I, I saw the other day they were wearing all black. Uh, Sean Z mentioned that earlier. They're gonna be pumped up. Give me give me Florida State.
3: Miami's wearing camo jerseys. Cool. Are they really?
2: Well, that'll be that'll make it tough for LSU because they won't be able to see them.
3: All right, guys. We look, let's Willie. get
1: to uh, our pod bets here. We have five consensus picks. Um, Sean blocked Auburn. I block. Um, I had Tennessee. So, I mean, we got other options here if we want to go away from consensus here. So, the, the, the we only have one Texas that, we like. The only one that
0: I would add is. Uh, Farky, are you dead set on Oregon State? You wouldn't want to throw them on no, uh, the, the consensus? Or, or I mean, not the consensus, but the bet?
3: Because yeah,
0: I, I think our consensus that, are all really, natural bets.
3: Is that really even a fair question to ask me? <laughs> um, Shil, did
0: you sw- <laughs> show, did you switch your hold, or are you still on Tennessee?
1: I'm still on Tennessee. Listen, uh, Mem- Memphis Matt's the one speak to the spreadsheet here. Listen, With I am – a- Don't be a
0: – yeah, we'll just leave that out. I
1: implore, I
0: implore
2: our listeners, do not bet Tennessee plus ten this weekend. I implore <laughs> you. It's basically, I mean, you you would be better off just taking the money and throwing it in your fireplace.
3: Okay,
0: so I, a little a quick
2: round. I can't
3: believe we're not betting Michigan. I really, I I can't believe it.
0: Uh, a quick rundown. Consensus-wise, we have Texas, Ole Miss, Penn State, Bama, Florida State. I think we're going to say, are we all comfortable rolling those into bets, and we're going to add Ohio State, which we were
3: able to pretty easily talk Farkas
0: into that one.
3: Full full transparency, I've already bet them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it, I'll, I'll be honest I'm with you. Ohio State, 37, Texas, 13, Ole Miss, plus two, Penn State minus twenty three and a half, Bama minus twenty five and a half, Florida State minus seven and a half. That reeks of five and one out of the gate, and just continuing last year's dominance into this year. Do you well, guys
1: want to go if Bama? If, if we're to-
0: it, I'm changing my pick on the sheet.
3: Then, if we're going to consensus, on
0: that. No, we're no, we're not consensusing it. We're betting it. We did this last year. We have to have a differentiation between the consensus and bets. We don't
3: always bet the consensus. I hate rooting against my picks. <laughs> do
1: you so, guys want to go Bama team total over instead of Bama minus 25 and a half?
0: What was the team total?
1: It, they're not out yet. They, the, those don't come out till a couple days before the game, so they might be out tomorrow. They'll definitely be out Friday.
0: Let's Let's do this. We'll put it there as an option. Okay. And you just worked the Twitter game, and they got to check on our handle. What's our handle again?
1: At N-E-G Pod CFB. Check it out there. Um, I'll post the ones tonight as we're recording on Wednesday night. Hopefully this gets released Thursday, if not Friday. So right now we, um, we're on Texas, Old Miss, Penn State, Ohio State, Bama, or the Bama team total over, and Florida State. You guys got anything else to add as we uh, close it up here?
0: No, like I said, five and one, maybe six and one, if the Bama team total comes into. Either you like money or you don't. I mean, it's that simple, right, guys?
3: Yeah. If you if you saw our numbers last year, don't be even improved this year. So don't be an idiot.
2: To the millions of listeners out there, I I I, I implore you again, and this is Jay's favorite word: <laughs> do not bet Tennessee. That's all I've got.
1: Oh, we'll just, we'll just say Tennessee's a lock then. So if you guys got nothing else for, uh, Jill,
2: how'd you finish last year? Uh,
1: third, not great. All
2: right,
1: cool. We're a team. We're <laughs> team. Uh, we finished 11.3 up 11.3 units last year. So that's where we are. So if you guys got nothing give else, Give us your
0: pick, give us, give us your options for what we should, uh, the pick winner should get this year. You have to incorporate the idea that, that three will go against us. So, uh, or, or three, the the th- other three will pay towards the winner. Um, even though I didn't get shit last year,
3: loser should have to, loser should have to host a pampered chef party. That's <laughs> not any benefit to the winner. Yeah, I'm Sean not buying Z. a fucking skillet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On that note,
1: yeah, let's wrap it up here for Nick Shill, uh, Sean Z, Farkey, Memphis, Matt. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, guys. We'll be back next week for our week two picks. Good luck on what week one. Let's win some money. The
0: wow. These are the that I tell so well you don't like my dirty raps. You go to hell. The short dogs on the mic telling cocktails. Hold you washed up hoes trying to throw that pee. You're just a big freak.